Uh-oh. Well, you can't say any bad words. Yeah. You know the words I don't like to, you to say. Oh. You can't say shut up. No, that's not a nice word. No, don't say that word. That's a very bad that. word. Yeah, that's a very bad word. Oh, that's a very bad word. Just saying shut up. You shut up. <laughs> don't curse to curse. Curse because you mean it. Now, you think we could do a podcast about swearing without swearing? Well, doggone it, we're going to try. This podcast was actually inspired by a new Netflix show hosted by Nicolas Cage. It's called History of Swear Words. It is so great to hear him shout out the F word. Eh, some say all of our podcasts are foul. Uh, maybe they are, but this episode certainly will be. But only in content, not in language. It's called Street Curb Curiosity. Uh, look, I am not a paid endorser for Netflix, but I, I have to tell you, that show is just phenomenal. Again, it's with Nicolas Cage. It's, I came out like a, I don't know, early January on Netflix, and it's called History of Swear Words, which was the inspiration for this show today, all about swear words. And the goal here is we're going to talk about curses without cursing. I am excited. So you ready? Okay, let's dive in. On a scale from 1 to 10, how do you curse? Do you curse? Do you curse a lot? Do you curse a little? I have to say that I do. As a matter of fact, I actually did some research on podcasts prior to doing this podcast series. Look, there is some science behind this show, okay? You may have noticed that some of the earlier podcasts are explicit, and there are some, there are some bad words in there. That was actually on purpose. Data shows that uh, explicit podcasts do attract more audience. So, I, you know, I went for it. I didn't think it was really selling out, as I do say bad words anyway. You know, funny, my former career in radio, it was taboo. You just did not say bad words. You just didn't. And so, you know, over the years, you just kind of figured out how to kind of, I don't know, turn it on and turn it off. And some inside dirt for you. Radio people, oh, they curse a lot, but it's all off the air. A lot of them do anyway. I don't know if everybody does, but a lot of people on radio do. Anyway, my go-to word is, uh, well, it's the F word. And in this podcast, we're going to go through the F word, the S word, the P word, the C word, three out of four of what you saw on Netflix in the show. But fear not, in the Netflix episode, they're supposedly coming out with a second season, so you're going to hear some other words in there, too. Some cursing info for you as well. Speaking of science, did you know that you can handle 50%, more pain with swearing? More trivia. The number one person who swears the most in movies. My guess would have been Robert De Niro, but nope. I didn't actually know this, but again, I have to give credit to the Netflix show for this trivia. You know who it is? Huh? Jonah Hill in The Wolf of Wall Street. Movie pushed it way over the top in terms of cursing in movies. But anyway, let's get back to our favorite thing, cursing. And we're going to start with the F word. Okay, quick. What starts with the letter F and ends with U-C-K? Mm, the word fire truck. Ah, the F word. It's a great one. It could be a noun. It could be a verb. It could be an adverb. It could be an adjective. Very few words can actually do that. And I've read for years that this word came from royalty. You know, the follow along with the fornication under consent of king. Let me try another bad word. 
BS. Actually, not true. That acronym is not accurate. Not a thing back in the Middle Ages whatsoever. And also not an Irish law covering sex between people who were not married for unlawful cardinal knowledge. Nope. Also not right. It may have come from somebody's last name, actually. Uh, It was a soldier back in the 1200s. Or perhaps a German word, which kind of meant to, like, stick. Started as a non-sexual word back in the 1200s, and there you have it today, the F word. The F word took off so much that back in 1985, we actually tried to eliminate it and other swearing in music. Remember Dee Snyder with that blonde hair of Twisted Sister? Well, he was actually the spokesperson for music. The solution? Your U.S. government at work. A warning sticker. Uh Uh-huh. Parental advisory. Now, let me get this right. You see a sticker that says, don't listen to this because it's bad. Are you going to listen? Well, the goal was to eliminate vulgar language, but who decides what's really bad? You know, stickers started going on CDs in 1990. It's about the same year that The Chronic came out from Dr. Dre. <laughs> Lots of bad words in that CD and a lot of bad storylines. But, you know, that's West Coast for you. Look, I'm kidding. I like West Coast. I like East Coast. Who doesn't like some Biggie Smalls? You're the real notorious B.I.G. But anyway, let's move on. We're moving on to the B word. I can say this word because it actually has a medical connotation. Bitch. It's an old word. Comes from uh, about the 11th century, and it's what you call a female dog. Ah, and those crazy Greeks? Uh Uh-huh. They also used the word dog as a bad word way back when. You dog, you. You would have been punched in the mouth if you called somebody a dog in ancient Greece. BC was actually the word. 1400 was about the time uh, it came out, and it was actually applied to women. There was a big spike uh, using the word, the B word, uh, back in the 20s, and then again in the 60s. If you're old enough, and I have a radio remembrance of this for you, the year was 1977. A bunch of guys by the name of Hollow Notes, Philly fame, of course, released a song called Rich Girl. Well, in the song, Rich Girl, the B word was in it. What do you do? It's radio. It actually became their very first number one song back in March of 1977. God, I sound like Casey Kasem on the radio. Radio went nuts. Do they play it? Do you not play it? You know, if Station A plays it, then we're going to have to play it. And then came along the edit. They actually had Rich Girl without the B word in it. And I don't know if you know the song, but if you know the song, it's really kind of hard to eliminate that word from that song. It kind of made it sound like the S word. (laughs) And speaking of the S word, that actually started as an old English word. Back in the 1600s, we used beret as the word for the S word. It's the second biggest swear word we actually use, by the way. You drop that S word more, well, second more than the F word, which is actually the most swear word that we use. It's a big one. But this is a big number two, if you know what I mean. Uh, And the S word actually has a lot of uses, like uh, you being surprised. Holy S for bad things. Well, this thing is S for your displeasure. Well, this podcast sounds like S, and maybe the host looks like S. It could also mean something great, like, wow, this podcast is really the S. Some uh, one of stature or prominence? Well, you, my friend, are really the S. And by the way, the word fart, 
which is not a bad word, but you can say the word fart, was actually a very bad word back in the 1200s, you'd get spanked for that one. But now, how many fart jokes do you actually know and you share with people, with kids, with animals? The word was not considered offensive until 2015 per Webster's Dictionary. So the word wasn't really that bad until we got into the 20s, but then bad word got really, really bad. The B word goes from being a female dog to being an impactful woman today. Wow, she's a real, well, you know what I mean. But anyway, that B word has actually some positive connotations these days in that specific context. Speaking of calling people things, okay, my name. Uh, When I was a kid, I was Ricky, then I was Rick, then there was Richard, and now Dick. Ah, yes, the D word. Mm -hmm. And it's even weird on TV, if if I'm insulting you, it's a fine word to use. If it's a body part, eh, not so much. Also, I told my dad it was not good to see his penis. Don't ever text me anything like that ever again. Yeah, there's always jokes, right? You know, in Pompeii, back in the day, which also rhymes, these things were carved into the bricks on the side of the road, on the side of buildings. The D word was all over the place. In 2001, the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, had to put out some actual guidelines on this word as some stations were playing music with the word in the lyrics. Those damned rap songs all over again. (laughs) Lots of music, had the D word, and people freaked out. Your government again to the rescue, as, as Dr. Evil would say. Right, yes. If you wish to use the D word, not as a name and not as a curse you could actually also be talking about a detective. Yes, detectives were known as this. They were known as dicks. And I can say that word because I'm talking about detectives. Supposedly, it came from an old gypsy word or a takeoff of an old gypsy word, deco, which means to look. So there you have it all about the D word, which means we're now up to another letter. Hmm? How about the P word? Yes, a female cat back in the early 1500s first said and heard by those darn Germans again. Starting at the word, it was actually the word puss, which actually at that time was a word of affection. (laughs) And okay, get this, back around 1600 or so, it's also what you called your wife. Uh Uh-huh. You called your wife the P-word, and by the way, it was considered a term of endearment. It was a good thing. (sighs) And then 100 years later, it was all the girls and all the women. You used the P-word on them, and it was actually an okay thing. And then you add another 100 years, and it became a very, very bad thing. Ah, the P-word's still also used today to describe a cowardly man. You, you (laughs) P-word. Tom Jones actually sang a song about it. What's new, pussycat? And since the 90s, most people have actually learned about sex and the P word from pornography. And yes, that is a fact. Uh, And we're going to move on to another word now. It's a, well, it's another D word, but it's actually a D word you could actually say because it's not really considered a curse anymore. Damn it. Yeah, it's really not considered a bad word. Uh, but was a major, major no-no back in the early movies. You know, the problem was, is you can say the D word, damn, and you can say the G word, God, 
but you can't put the two words together, and you still really can't because it's a really bad religious connotation. It's all about damnation. You could be in the fiery pits of hell. So again, you can say God, or you can say damn, but you can't say them together. But the, the word is also really big in movies, too. Like one of my favorites, Village of the Damned. And the big one, uh-huh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Gone with the Wind, which was claimed to be the first movie that actually allowed the curse word in. And it was a big thing back then. You just didn't do it. But of course, somebody wrote out a check to somebody and we're like, well, you know, we really want to get this in there because, well, it's good for posterity or whatever. Uh, and Brett, that bad boy, he got the word in. But a little more trivia about the trivia, the movie Alice Adams actually had the word in it first back in 1935. Yeah, and let's not confuse this with what beavers build either. That's D-A-M, the word we're talking about. This D word is D-A-M-N, just you know, to make sure that you're on the right path. And let's wrap up this episode with a goodie, the C word. Yeah, the C word, considered by many as the very, very worst word ever. Some linguists, as a matter of fact, do say, however, that it is the second most bad word behind the N-word, which is considered numero uno in the bad word list. But the C-word, yes, the C-word was bad. Well, it goes back to about the 13th century, but nobody really kind of sort of knows where the word started. Of course, the big word, the really big word, and we don't know D about it. Could be German, maybe Dutch, somewhere from that part of the world. But at least in my research, I could not find a lot about the C word outside of it like being like a really, really bad word. Now, to be fair, the Netflix special has not tackled this word as of yet. And yet, New Zealand and Australia use that word with reckless abandon. And I love you people for that. Ah, but oh wait, I actually do have one little bit of trivia about the C word for you. And this is per Twitter. Where in the United States is the C word actually used the most? Uh, any idea? It's New England. You zany people. Uh, and use the least? Uh, southern Eastern states use the C word the least. There you go. There's some, there's some fun. Okay, speaking of fun, we can find something funny in, in bad words. Like, I think of my grandmother with this. How do you get an old woman to curse? You yell out, bingo! Actually did that, and I did that with her. You may be yelling out something as well, too. Something like, uh, oh no, please stop this podcast. This foul language episode of the podcast, the podcast known as Street Curb Curiosity. 